There we go. All right, oh. so we're recording. We got it. Yay, good morning. Or is it? Hi. Hey. Yes, it is. I don't like Is it? I'm fucking exhausted. <laughs> I can't, I don't know what it is. Every time I get a house finished or almost finished, something comes up and it's like, I have to move, but I cannot, I can't take my, my fucking neighbors. Yesterday started at two o'clock in the afternoon and the parents must go out of town every weekend. I was so goddamn pissed. So they must go away on the weekend. The son that still lives with them has all his friends over at the party started at two super loud pool party making a shit ton of noise i'm like okay maybe it's a special occasion just you know shut up and be patient i let the dogs out one of them starts barking back at the dogs i'm like don't bark at my dog you fucking moron you know that's obviously you don't know how to act around a dog can't hear you yeah, so I don't know how to deal with this problem I'm having next door. So uh, at one point, I went out to let the dogs out, and they were smoking so much pot, uh, it made me gag. I don't care if you smoke pot, but fucking move to the backyard, not the side of the house where you're three feet away from my house. And then I got food poisoning after dinner, so I was vomiting and vomiting and vomiting and their party was still raging and they put in those stupid floodlights because they're they don't know the correct kind of lighting you should have for evening it's like they're going to perform surgery it's so bright or i'm at a football <laughs> stadium and i couldn't uh -huh. sleep i couldn't i couldn't open my door because they were super loud which means i had to run the ac which was I don't like to do because it's expensive. And I finally fell asleep after taking that medicine to keep from throwing up. And I woke up at like one o'clock and they were still at it from two o'clock in the afternoon. And then I, and they have to play their gangster rap. I'm like, dude, you're no gangster. Okay. You're living with mom and dad. Get out. And then finally at like, <laughs> Two o'clock, I couldn't go back to sleep. And finally, at like around two o'clock, I fell back asleep. Of course, the dog woke me up at three to go out. The party had stopped by then, thank God. So I let her out. And then I just was so worked up because I was so pissed. I took a like a quarter of a clonopin. I'm like, I, I need to be knocked out so I can fucking sleep. I'm so sleep deprived. I'm exhausted. And today yeah, my stomach layout with the houses so close together it's the most i have never seen a neighborhood designed like that and if i had known that my fucking neighbor never buy a house next to somebody that has a pool yeah don't they have littler kids that do the pool parties one, or no one of them does one of them has children one of the sons have children and they, of course, were screaming and yelling and splashing, just fine, if that's what you must do. But then the older boy that lives with them does not have children. And he's just obnoxious. Okay, so one of the kids moved out. I got it. Yeah. It's like, shut up. How many times? Two years I've been having this conversation that trying to be nice. You're right next door to my bedroom. Could you please take the party inside? Could you turn your music down? 
if I had, if I knew where that kid slept, what part of the house, I would stand outside with a bullhorn at five o'clock in the morning and start waking him up going, yeah, it's fucking annoying, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. I don't know what to do. It makes me very depressed. And then this morning I was trying to drink coffee and my stomach is still bugging me. So I can't drink coffee and you know how depressing that is. Oh my Imagine gosh, it. Definitely cry. Yeah. Well, I'm on the verge. And how's your life? What's happening? Anything exciting? Uh, not really. No. Just a little put together. I feel like I can get it really good. And then it's the maintaining that that's hard. I actually looked around my house the other day and I thought to myself, I wonder when I decided to stop cleaning my house. I, I don't know if it was because of the dogs and I'm just like, fuck it. It's an endless battle of I'm never going to win. I don't know. It's not even like mopping the floors and doing this stuff like that. The actual cleaning with disinfectant. It's the organizing before you get to the cleaning stage that takes forever. And then once mm -hmm. you get to the cleaning part, I'm like good enough. Yeah. Yes, that's me. I look around my house and I go, I have shit everywhere. There isn't a, an area where I don't have a pile of fabric or my shells or paints or to have dinner at a dining table. Don't make me laugh. It's covered from one end to the other with shit. And I'm like, this is horrible. Was... Oh, yeah. That was one of my goals yesterday was get all the kid stuff and whatever is on the kitchen table off of it. So now it's spotless. I'm like, oh, it's amazing to look at. <laughs> oh, yeah, I bet. Yeah, take a picture because it'll be cluttered again soon. Oh, I forgot to tell you, Keenan came over yesterday. How did that go? It went amazingly well. I fucking hate Angel. I had Angel in the bedroom and Mr. Big in the living room. And I talked to him for a little bit. And I said, I'm going to bring out Angel. And Angel instantly fell in love with him. And literally crawled in his lap. Sat on his lap. And I'm like, oh my God, my dog has never even done that to me. She, she was leaning against... all the time. No, 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 no. She puts her head and her front paws in my lap. She was literally had her ass sitting in his lap. Oh my God. And it's a big <laughs> ass. <laughs> yeah. And I had told him before I let her out, I said, you have to be comfortable with telling her no, getting her off of you, because I want to see how these people interact if they're going to dog sit with the dog. So I control part of the situation, but I want to see what they do. I'm like, she's really obnoxious about wanting to touch you or lean on you and get you to pet her. So feel free to control her to the best of your ability. He did nothing. He was like, he was like, God's sunshine was shining down on him going, oh, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I'm like, you fucking bitch. I wipe your ass. I pick up your shit. I feed you. I get up in the middle of the night and you love. She did that when my roommate and I got in a physical confrontation with her, her boyfriend on the porch. She she went outside with them and I just looked at her and thought, you fucking bitch. And I slammed the door and left her there. <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah uh, 
I'm like, are you kidding me? You're no guard dog to me. I'm being physically attacked and you are going outside to sit with them. What the fuck? What is that? Hate it. I don't know. Assholeism. Yeah. It's rampant in that (laughs) dog. Yeah. And, um, oh, I know what else I forgot to tell you. You know how I had the tile guy scheduled for Monday? Yeah. For the fireplace that I'm never going to get put in my house. So he had come over. Everything went great. You know, I wrote down my email for him. He said he was going to send me a contract. I didn't hear anything from him. Friday, I sent him a text and I said, what time are you going to be here on Monday so I can have everything ready? He sends me a text back and said, well, I emailed you the contract. You never signed it and returned it. So we went on to another job. Oh, did you get the contract though? I said, what are you talking about? I didn't get the contract. I never saw the contract. I go, are you sure my email was right? I'm so fucking pissed. I'm so pissed. So he sent me a copy of, um, I added him to my address book. He sent me a copy. It must have went in my junk and I didn't see it because my email address was right. So I added him to my address book so that and sent him an email so that then we were connected i sent him a text going hey resend the contract i'll sign it right away i couldn't find it anywhere i don't know what happened and so he sent me the contract i sent it back to him he told me he wanted me to send him the deposits through something called sale which i couldn't find that app anywhere i'm like you don't have venmo or paypal no he has sale i couldn't find it he had said he'd come by and pick up a check if i couldn't figure it out so i texted him and said i can't figure it out i can't find it can you either send me a screenshot of what the app looks like because i thought maybe the spelling was wrong or weird you know how they do that nowadays um i will send you the deposit and what day do you think you're going to be able to start I've never heard from him again after I had signed the contract and sent it back to him. So I have, I don't know what the fuck is going on. What day was that? Friday. Oh, all that happened on Friday. Yeah. All that happened on Friday. That's all I have to say about that. That's so annoying. (laughs) Like, Why is everybody like that? I cannot believe. Yeah. Why is everyone like that? Maybe because there's too much work or they don't have the right work ethic or I, honest to God, I don't know. All of the above, I'm sure. Yes, all of the above and then some. So um, that's it. That's my life in a fucking nutshell or nut house. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you want, do you have anything to add or do you want to, and sorry about my tirade, but I just can't take it sometime. So I'm going to have to nap all day today because I'm so jacked up from last night and that's going to mess me up for sleeping tonight. It's just this vicious cycle. I feel like I, I have to move somewhere where I'm in the middle of five acres. doesn't matter that no one's around and I could be sick and that's just the way it's got to be. Yeah. Sounds like it. And then you need to move there without the dogs. That's the next part of that. 
because then the dogs won't be bothering you in the house. You'll have ultimate peace. Oh, yeah. Well, Mr. Big is a good boy. It's the it's Angel. That's I can't take. <sighs> yeah, and just include her in the sale of the house, like she's a, a, like, <laughs> it's like a refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> I believe me. I ask everybody you know I know that likes to pet her and is blown away by her size. Do you want her? Would you like to have her? You're more than welcome to have her. No one has taken me seven and a half years. No one has taken me up on that, including the breeder that I got her from when I tried to return her because I knew she was trouble. Yeah. Ugh. All right. So you want to, you want to talk about this book? Do I want to talk about other frustrating things like this book? Sure. <laughs> um, today's book is. Go ahead. House of Vampires by Samantha Snow. And it's book one in the Sons of Vlad series. And so I exported my notes on this book, but it didn't work. Oh. And so I just have to read them off of my phone. So sorry. I went to try to look at them this morning and then I realized that export never actually happened. So. Well, well, only half of mine went through when I exported only half my notes went through it. I'm like, what the hell is happening? But okay, go ahead. So my first note was a a highlight because it was like a huh moment. So Mm. the female main character is like driving to this place she hasn't been to before. She's going to this house. She's trying to find it. And so she has a thought that says, I should have been able to recognize my grandmother's house even though I had never been there. So I highlighted that because I'm like, how the fuck are you going to recognize a house (laughs) when you've never been there? And then she also thinks, I think in the same time that it's like tract area and all the houses look very similar. So I'm like, what is she talking about? doesn't make any sense. Well, first of all, you forgot to mention that in the first chapter, she, she talks about stepping out into the Appalachian sunshine. So we are once again no, that in the was Appalachian. On page seven. This my highlight oh. was from page six. That was my first ha moment. the The part you're talking about, I literally highlighted, put the book down, <laughs> walked away, and read like two books before I came back to it. <laughs> cannot fucking handle this yeah after our last book was also there placed there i'm like what are the fucking odds that two books in a row but we have done that on more than one occasion where something else happened and it was two books in a row and i'm like whoa yeah i think i need to add appalachian to my word search when I download a book, cause like I want a word search to make sure I'm not accidentally reading a clean romance. So mm. I need to add this to the search. So I'm not reading another one of these. Cause I can't yeah. fucking handle it. My highlight actually says, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ, not this again, exclamation point. Yes. And I need to, um, First of all, figure out how you add words for your search. And second of all, add the phrase, no young adult. Because I'm like, what the fuck? I don't want to read young adult books. 
But this book, isn't this the book where there were so many reviews? I thought, oh, this book is probably really good. It's one of many reviews and there's many books in this series. But it, it's fine. Many books in the series if you're a young adult. I think part of the problem with going off of Amazon reviews, which I don't like to use Amazon reviews to go off of in general, if I want to look at reviews, I'll go off of Goodreads. Amazon mm. censors the reviews that it will approve. So oh. depending on the words that are being used in reviews, they don't allow the review to be posted. And so a lot of times that will happen for negative reviews. They won't allow them. So Stupid I feel Amazon. Like this must be unfairly swayed because I think it was like a four point something average on Amazon. Yeah. Five for the review. I don't understand how maybe these people are young adults who have never actually read a reverse harem before because this is yeah. like trying to be a reverse <laughs> harem, but it's not. And I guess I ended up reading like skimming a bunch of reviews for the next like five or six books in the series after I finished this one to see like what the fuck actually happens in this. Oh. And so I guess she does start doing things with all of them, but not for a long oh, time. It eventually does become a reverse harem because at first all we are introduced to are, you know, she's, we're told in the prologue that her name is Lorena and that she has to have a child with one of the four sons of Vlad, commonly known as vampires. And it's forecasted that the, it's the end of the world. If she does not have something really bad's going to happen if she doesn't have a kid with one of these people. And there, yeah, and that's, so that's I thought, Oh, it's a reverse harem. Yeah. So uh, then we're, I, we find it is go, eventually. Eventually, Jesus Christ, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> well, not in this book. Nothing happens in this book. I mean, eventually in this like 20 plus book series, eventually. So what ends up happening is this girl is like 18 or 19. She's broke as fuck. She's got no family, never met her mom. Her dad ditched her, yada, yada, whatever. So she inherited a house from her grandmother who she's never actually met. So she has to go to this place in Virginia in the Appalachian mountains and live there for six months in order to inherit everything from the grandmother. And so she shows up there. The house has like nothing in it, but except for like a couple things that clue her in that her grandmother was a witch or practiced some sort of very low-grade witchcraft so she's like that's cool i like that won't be too bad i have absolutely nothing i'll spend six months here no big the no big deal and okay so then my next highlight that really fucking bothered me was when she opens the door to the grandmother's house she said because the door was like jamming a little bit she thinks i had to use my hip which was a little larger than I would have liked it to be to bump open the door. Yeah. Here we go again. What the fuck? She's 19. Does she have to be thinking, you know, deprecating thoughts about the size of her fucking 19 year old hips? Ugh. Yeah. Well, apparently she does. 
when I read that, I was like, oh boy, here we here we go again. Body mm. issues. So she goes into the grandmother's room and she finds a big book, which is a book of shadows, which is basically the grimoire, you know, that the witches have to keep all their stuff in there. Which mm -hmm. is cool. okay. I did actually appreciate this. She leaves, she like falls asleep at the grandmother's house. She wakes up and she's hungry, I think is what happened. So she decides mm -hmm. to go to like a convenience store to try to get a snack or something in the middle of the night. So when she walks into the convenience store, the person that's there is wearing a t-shirt that says, welcome to night Vale," which I appreciated that little snippet because that's actually a really good uh, podcast. That's pretty interesting. Oh. Uh, that one's kind of cool. So it's a scripted podcast that is like storytelling. So it's about like this town where this weird stuff happens. And anyways, if you like story based podcasts, it's kind of cool. Okay, I'm writing this down. In case you can hear my pen scratching away at my desktop. Okay, so then the girl at the counter who's wearing that shirt, she says, as soon as she sees the female main character from the book, Grandma, she called, her voice thick with Appalachia. You better mm -hmm. quick. That witch from the prophecy is here. Yes. So, side-eye from all of us. Prophecy, what's happening? Yes. And so this is how the female main character finds out that she has to have a magical baby. <laughs> There's no yeah. other way to say it. Like, literally, she needs to give birth to a magical baby. <laughs> yeah, aren't all babies magical? Come on now. No. This is like, okay. literally full of magic baby she's supposed to be having. Yeah, so we meet the woman, what's her name, Marquisa, the grandma of the girl at the counter. And she was, of course, really good friends with um, Lorena's grandmother. And she gets a lot of information dumped on her about the prophecy and what's supposed to happen and the future. Yes. And then at some point in chapter this same chapter i th i think we're in chapter two <clears throat> she meets one of the vampires that she's supposed to have this magical baby with yeah so many things to it be freaked out like about Brad Pitt from interview with the vampire <laughs> uh, possibly i uh, i don't know He's described as having a long sheet of perfectly blonde hair, white, blonde, or platinum. Whatever color you wanted to call it, it was bright. His skin was moonlight pale, and his cheeks were sharp as diamonds. He looked like an angel. And then he has a French accent, and his name is Alan Pierre Roguer. Ro I'm not going to say that right at all. And he says, I am going to be the father of the child that you birth. Gross. I'd be like, okay, handsome guy, let's go. <laughs> oh, and then she's always thinking about how she did go to school, but she dropped out. And how she only dropped out because she was bored, not because she's stupid. I'm like, do you have to say this 14 times in the book about how smart you actually are, even though you're lazy and decided not to finish school? 
that was kind of annoying but <laughs> she thinks about how she would have been in anthropology with a minor in history she liked to study people and that they fascinated her yeah i read that and i thought well i'm sure you didn't study the history of vampires did you i don't know no, I don't think she ever studied any witchcraft, but she had some friends that were kind of into it or people she knew at school. So she like knows about it, but not that like vampires are actually real. Oh, okay. Oh, and she also finds out from this woman that if she doesn't stay in the house, her grandmother left her not only the house, but I think $600,000. And if she leaves before the six months, she loses everything. And she's like, what? That can't be right. But this woman, Marquita, or however you say her name, says, I was your grandma's best friend. I know exactly what's in the will. And I guess she's the executor of the will. So she's instantly under pressure that in order to bring magic back to the world, she has to have this magic baby. Yes, and that the six months for her to get the inheritance is actually a courtship period. She's supposed to be spending time with the vampires and pick a husband or a lover after the six months are up so that she can have said magical baby. Yeah, so there's a French guy. Then the next guy she meets or finds out about, his name is Dimitri. He's like dark and tall and broody. Um... She says he's very handsome. He's also very artisty, artsy. So, you know, we have the French guy that is polished and an old vampire. And then this guy, right, that is, he's from Russia, of course. Mm -hmm. So he's, you know, he's, he's broody. And at first she thinks he's really handsome, but he's too, he's kind of broody for her. But she's going to give him a chance. Oh, and I did oh, like she's this part. Give all these guys a chance. I like this part. There was a line in here where it says he ended up look. Uh, he looks like that dude who played Aragon in the Lord of the Rings movie, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's my favorite. <laughs> that's my." If you had to pick <laughs> one in that movie, your lover, it would be him for me. Uh, and that's then that's not a bad description. So what did you think of the description of the last guy? How do you say his name? Way? Or we? That's, yeah, Way. Okay. Um, his description is that he's quiet. Really quiet and intense. Uh, basically, Way is like an Asian samurai mm. of maybe like Japanese vampire is how she describes him. So he's always wearing like the robes and, or maybe he's supposed to be Chinese. I'm not really sure. I was not really skimming attention at this point. It had already lost me. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's Chinese. It's okay. a, I'm and, looking um, at my note. Guts. <laughs> yeah. He instantly. Hey. Mm. So she's like, he doesn't even want to be, he doesn't want to partake of the, being the choice to father the baby. He, so she's like, fine, I'll just date the French guy and Dimitri. 
so this is a good distinction or a point to get to where she basically decides in chapter four that she's just going to date all of them and get to know them and enjoy her time while she's there for the six months and then take her money and do whatever she wants with them. And I'm like, do, do you need to date them? If you're so set on not having a magical baby, but she wants to learn about her magic. And I guess, well, she doesn't even think that they can teach her about magic. She wants the convenience store people to teach her about the magic. So I don't know. Is she really just that bored that she's like, I'm going to hang out with the vampire guys and make the, the most of it. I think, I think that is it. There's three people in the convenience store, two younger women and this grandma person. And she wants, she has to learn about her magic from them because they're all witches but she wants the money and the house, so she's got nothing better to do, I think, for six months. And I thought hang out was code for, you know, get down and fuck all of them. Because that's what I that's where my mind goes. But no. Yeah. It's honest to God, get to know them. I'm like, what? Well, get to know somebody. I don't know. It there were things about this female main character I really liked, and sometimes I thought she was pretty funny. But yeah, me too. Parts that I didn't fucking understand or get or didn't really fit with her character. Like this is an example. So something happens to her. She ends up having to go with the guys and staying with the guys because they feel like staying with them is safer. And, you know, she's got that magical womb they've have to, to protect at all costs. So <laughs> she goes mm. to stay with them and they tell her like your bathroom your bedroom has an ensuite and she says what's an ensuite i know okay so that's totally fine i felt like that kind of fit her character she doesn't know what an ensuite is no problems this is where i have a problem with something like that this is something she thinks and i think she's thinking this about dimitri okay she thinks romani people what she was in school <laughs> for a year, her first yeah. year of college. You're still doing general education at that point, by the way. So her mm. one year of college that she was too lazy to finish her degree. So she yeah. has all of this, but she doesn't know what an ensuite is. That's the kind of thing that really threw me in this book about her not being a consistent character. Yeah, that kind of threw me too, because I'm like, how much college did you actually have, girl? And don't you have HGTV that you don't know what an ensuite is? Are you living under a rock, for God's sake? Oh, and something else that they're talking about in Chapter 4. Uh, she meets the butler, and he, he asks her, his name is Peter, and he takes care of the boys. One of them is missing. There's supposed to be four of them, but one of them is missing. So he takes care of the three that are there, and now he's going to take care of her. He asks her, do you have any dietary restrictions? And she says, I'm allergic to tree nuts, but I have an EpiPen in my purse. And she mentions that she's allergic to tree nuts. So being stupid, I assume at some point she's going to be exposed to these tree nuts. Never fucking happens, even though it's mentioned more than once. Okay, I noticed that too. And then I was thinking also what happened before 
I think also what happened was that she had broken her arm. And so that was another reason she dropped out of school because then she had to work to try to pay back the medical bills and all this stuff. So I, she was thinking how she broke her arm. It was expensive because she didn't have health care, but she happens to have an EpiPen in her purse for her random fucking food allergy she has for no reason, which by the way, even with health insurance, EpiPens are ridiculously expensive and they expire. So how the fuck right. does she just happen to have one EpiPen for this allergy that never comes into play for no reason? <laughs> Yeah, I was like, why even bring that up? I I don't understand. If you're not going to incorporate it in the storyline, I didn't understand it. And I don't know. Maybe because this author has a tree nut allergy, so she wants to be like the character? I have no idea. That's what I thought. I thought the exact same thing. All right. It, it was stupid. Oh, and um, also we forgot to mention the reason she has to move in with the vampires is because there's some cult whose name escapes me that is does not want her to have this baby this magical baby and they're after her so she's a threat so uh, they're a threat to her that's why she ends up living with the vampires mm -hmm. yes all right so for her first date that mm. she's going to have with pierre whatever the fuck his name is <laughs> I think what she Brad decides Pitt, to do clone. is watch. Yes, watch a movie. I actually liked this because mm. oh, she's trying to get to know him. So she's like, "Do you have a favorite author, a favorite book?" And then she thinks about a line from, or he's asking her. Excuse me, he's trying to find out the author, the book that she likes, get to know her, and so she references Ever After. No, oh, yes. She says it's a really cute movie, a reimagining of the Cinderella story with Drew Barrymore. I love it. I also love it too. This was a thing I liked from the book mm. about the character. There were several things that I liked, but for the most part, I didn't like this story overall. Yeah, <laughs> I agree 100%. I yes. Yeah. Um, and we find out later on that the fourth vampire son his name is zane mm -hmm. and um he hasn't been there for quite some time and they think there's something holding him back because they say if he were able to come back he would have yes they're they're worried about him but apparently not worried enough to go looking for him yeah they're worried about him but you know i guess they're vampires and they're like they can handle their own and this was kind of weird. I'm not sure what the point of this was, but she finds out that there's only 11 vampires in the entire world. Yeah. And that only Vlad himself and Vlad's brides can make more vampires. Yeah. I'm like, what is that? I don't want to think there's only 11. I, I don't I don't really understand how is she supposed to have babies with them anyways. I guess because she's a witch that has magic, she just doesn't, she's just learning about it. So that's how she can have a baby with the vampire if she's not a vampire herself. I don't know. The process uh, of making a vampire seemed really fucking complicated. Yeah. I, I don't even understand how they can make a baby because, I'm sorry, they're dead. 
Well, yeah, and they don't do anything more than kissing, and uh, you got to do some fucking to actually have a baby, but she doesn't <laughs> do any of that in this book. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> that too, but in general, I mean, they're dead. They don't even have a heartbeat, but they can produce swimming sperm. I, I guess I'm thinking too mm, much yeah. about it. I just need to take it at face value, I guess. Go ahead. Where are you in the book? Oh, that one uh, I don't know. I didn't take any notes on anybody's names. Like, it didn't even matter. Oh, okay. I don't even remember the female main character's name. <laughs> <laughs> Lorena. How, like, you sound like me. Hard it was for me to, like, get through the book in general. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I know. I literally, like, I, skipped I entire <laughs> sections of the book. I was like, I can't. I can't do it. Um, okay, yeah, so I, I envy people that visits from people that what? Oh, yes. This, oh, I envy people that d don't finish books. I almost always finish a book. Oh. It has to be. We finish books. We need to start not finishing books and telling people in the podcast. So I stopped reading at chapter four. Okay, well, if we actually did that, then I would have to say literally on page seven, where she says she stepped out into the Appalachian sunshine, <laughs> that's where I finished the book, okay? Oh, uh, yeah. We draw the line at the Appalachian sunshine. I but, really had high hopes for this book, but whatever. I didn't know what to do, because I'm like, if we don't actually, like, try to read this book and try to at least talk about it... Then we'll have nothing to talk about. Mm -hmm. We'll have to skip the week entirely or try to pick something new and try to get it done in time. And because we do one book a week, that's really hard to do if you're like two days into reading a book and you're fucking over it. Right. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, I just feel like just we've had these episodes where we're like. I feel bad because I feel like we've had a, a string of. I don't want to say stinkers, but basically stinkers. And I'm like, oh boy, here we go again. Yeah, it's really, I can't even describe it to people how hard it is to pick new books every single week to try to read for the podcast, to read them, yeah. things we've never read before, find stuff interesting to talk about them, make the notes, record the episode, and do it all over again every single week. So we try our best to try to find just any book is hard to find to read, honestly. And then hoping that we like it is also hard. So if people have suggestions for books, we are always open to that. We will definitely take yeah, it. Please. Guaranteeing that because you like it, we're going to like it. That's we can't even like the same book between the two of us. So, yeah. um, but if people have suggestions, we are happy to add it to the list. Oh, of you froze. Can you hear me? It will take us quite a while to even pick a book. Me? <laughs> yeah, it's hard doing this. But, you know, when we started this podcast many moons ago, we said, we promise you nothing. <laughs> True to our word, we still promise you nothing. Uh, yes, that's true. Um, so, you know, mm. this is uh, on the honest discussions we would have with one another about the books we read. 
even if we weren't recording a podcast, because I would be telling you how stupid certain things were or how much I liked certain quotes. Yeah. And even if you're an author and you want to recommend your book, let us know because um, we have had authors do that. And it was kind of nerve wracking for me because I'm like, Oh God, what am I? Uh, but fortunately we loved the book <laughs> and, and we love the author um, so yeah, I know it's scary to put yourself out there, but we're always looking for suggestions. Yes. All right. Where are we in this book? Um, I just have random notes from here on out. Of All right, go ahead. That happened. Do you have anything that stood out that you want to mention? Uh, no. Okay. So she ends up getting, having a conversation with her mom because her mom is like visiting her and she says that your dad and I had very different viewpoints on this prophecy. And this is why you never met your grandmother because your dad was trying to keep you away from all this. The mom tells her you have a child and that child unleashes magic on the whole world, but it's not some arcane utopia. Lorena magic isn't all fairies and rainbows and unicorns. Magic brings back all the things from our nightmares. It's an apocalypse. So the mom does not want her to bring back magic, I don't think. Well, and, her, oh, we her mother... Her, hold on one second, because at the beginning of the book, we find out her mother disappeared when she was very young, and she was raised by her father only. And her father moved them around a lot and never introduced him to... Was it... Is the grandma his mom or her mom? I don't even know. But his mom. He his mom. So he wanted to keep her away from his mother um because he didn't want her exposed to the magic world. And the mother mm -hmm. they does the father have magic if he's got a magic mother? Because the mother is also has magic and is able to appear in her room. And talk to her. And she's wearing this weird outfit, cultish outfit with a hood. That would scare the crap out of me. Yeah, so, okay. I, I don't even know how to describe it, but her dating four vampires for six months and having a vampire baby isn't even the weirdest thing in the book to me. It's the <laughs> fact that when she finally meets her mom realizes what power she has as a witch then her mom tells her that she has her twin but she's actually her half sister so how is she your twin but also your half sister that didn't make any sense to me girl i have no idea i thought the same thing and connie also has magic yes so she said that the prophecy that Loretta, who was the grandmother, right, gave, said that my daughter would give birth to the child of magic, that the child would be born of the blood of a son of Vlad. But now we find out that she actually has two daughters. So it might not be Lorena who has this magical child. It might be Connie. And then she also, we find out where Zane's been because Zane has been kept in some sort of weird vampire stasis with mm. these psychos because they might use Vlad not Vlad, excuse me, Zane the blood to have Zane. the 
baby with Connie, right? Yes, but before out of the ending of this book. Yeah, but before we get into that, I just want to say one thing, uh, one other thing that really hit me in this book is they all go to a nightclub. The vampires go with her because they want to protect them. One girl has a crush on another girl. I'm like, where is this storyline coming from? Connie, one of them is straight. One of them is bi or gay. I don't know. Has a crush on the other one. Never told her feelings. When they see the one girl kissing some guy on the dance floor, they run out of the nightclub. And the vampires let her go. Lorena go after her alone. And I thought they make her move into the fucking house because they're afraid of this cult that's going to kidnap her. But they let her fucking run outside into the night unguarded to have this conversation and talk her friend down. And that's where she's actually nabbed by her mother and kidnapped and taken to the cult headquarters. I don't get it. It's very weird. I don't know. It's like drama for drama's sake. And the story ends on a cliffhanger. And yeah, that basically the vampires... story ends with... Go ahead. We... Is that how you say his name? I say Wei. I don't know how you're actually supposed to say it. It's double yes. E-I. So Wei actually does have feelings for her. And they come and rescue her. She rescues... Zane, they're driving away, and the book talk about a cliffhanger. I'm like, good God, he just says to her, Okay, you got to pick, right? And that's how it ends. Well, yeah, because they're basically like, We're not going to give you the six months anymore, you have to pick right now. Like, okay. I don't understand why either because it's a problem with the and why couldn't the other girl have the baby because grandma said she had to have the baby grandma didn't leave the house to the other daughter she left it to the Lorena I, I don't know maybe because the so maybe because the mom raised Connie the twin and it's like the evil twin. And so she wants to use the magical baby for the evil magic to get unleashed in the world. But if Lorena has the baby, then it would be the good magic being released on the world. I don't know. It's very weird. It's very like um, Star Wars-esque. Mm. Thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I give... Go ahead. So the mom, going back to the twin thing, the mother had the child with the cult leader. The crazy cult leader, right? Isn't that who the dad is? I don't is? understand. But I don't, why does she call her the twin? I don't know, Rachel. When, does she have, like, some sort of weird thing where, like, animals can have litters by more than <laughs> one... God. By more than one person at the same time it didn't make any sense to me yeah but when she gave birth she yeah she gave you're not gonna go into labor and have one from one father and then get up from the delivery table and go okay gotta go now so i can go deliver my other baby yeah i didn't understand it but i know if it were me 
and they said, oh, the bad magic's going to be unleashed, I'd have to do a little more investigating before I agreed to do this. Mm -hmm. All right, so should we rate this book, or no, or what? Yes, you go first, because I went first last week. I mean, I guess I'll give it half a panty, because there were a couple quotes in the book that I liked, but... I didn't understand it. She, the side characters annoyed me with how they spoke Appalachian and the way that they mm-hmm. did. Um, the female main character was okay, but then she was this weird mix of really well-educated. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes she was not educated and she was like a normal 19 year old still trying to figure stuff out, which I, totally believed the 19 year old trying to figure shit out yeah not well spoken sometimes that i believed 100 percent. not this weird i've done some dissertation on <laughs> war tribes in russia in my yeah. junior college one year mm-hmm. her obscure brilliance uh yeah definitely not for me definitely not finishing the series i didn't i, I skimmed like I said, the reviews of like the next few books in the series. And a lot of the reviews were like, loved it in the beginning. Don't like it now. Needs a better editor. Lots of errors Mm. in the book, you know, quantity over quality sort of stuff. And I'm like, I thought book one was horrible. So how is it now going downhill for you? Yeah, it must be. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. I agree with you a hundred percent. I would also give it, a, ha- a half, uh, like you, dry, dusty panty, because nothing ever happens besides, I think, a couple of little kisses. And it's just not the kind of book I want to read. I did like the main character at times because she was funny, but then part of her was stupid, like when she's flying to France with the Brad Pitt lookalike. It just was not for me. And like I've said multiple times, there's many other books out there that I want to read, but we try to pick new authors because we don't want to review the same author over and over again. So that's why I end up reading multiple books at a time is because there are authors I know for sure I like, but I we can't review the same author over and over again. We have to try to find somebody new. Yeah, we tried. It just didn't work. <laughs> So what did you, Uh, let's talk about what, what did you read in the interim? I really haven't read that much, actually. I read The Rebel King by Gina L. Maxwell. That came out about, oh, maybe two weeks ago at this point. That's book two in a series that I like from her. And so as soon as I realized that was out, I downloaded it. That was good. And right now I am actually reading, hold on one second. I am reading Scorched by Starlight by Sarah Ivy Hill. And then I'm going to download, not download, then the next couple books I want to try to read are The Last of the Horde King series by Zoe Draven. Because I realized I never finished that series. I still have two books in it. I love that series. So Yeah, so I, I, I'm gonna try to read those this month. Okay. 
So I read, it's funny that you mentioned Sarah Ivy Hill, love her by the way, I read the last book in that series called Seduced by Starlight, and mm -hmm. it kind of ended on a cliffhanger, and I'm like, where's the next book? I think at the end of the book, they she gives the title of the next book, but it's not out yet, so I'm like, where is that book? I loved it. It was great. I really like her books a lot. And then I also read The Werewolf's Fate by Farrell Dawson, which was book three in the series that we reviewed. And now I'm forgetting the name of the first book. Damn it. The. Oh, crap. We literally yeah, just did this book like a month ago. <laughs> Yeah, it's like we, we can't retain things in our brain. It's asking too much of us. Here, I'm trying to get Book into my Kindle. one was The Phase Gamble. Oh, yes. So that's the one we reviewed. I got to tell you, this book to me, uh, because he is a Scottish Highlander and a werewolf was fucking the hottest to me of all the books in the series. But I really want the next book. Please start writing. Um, oh, is that I'm, series not done? That wasn't the last one, you think? I hope not. I okay. hope there's something else in there. But it was it was really good. And I am also started borrowing from the library audiobooks. And I started redoing the Sarah Moss series, A Court of Thorn and Roses. Now I'm on A Court of Wings and Ruin. And I'm really glad I'm listening to these books because it frees me to do other things while I'm listening. And I love this whole series and I forgot a lot of it because I read it when it first came out. So there's a lot happening. I'm like, well, Reese is just, Reese is just his nickname. Cause when you're reading the book, it's, it's just the shortened version of his name. It's the first like four letters of his name that they're using as his nickname. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. I, I think you need to start listening to the Finley Fen audiobooks on full blast with all of your bedroom windows open and all of your house windows open at five in the morning to teach them a lesson. <laughs> nice. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. God. That's hilarious. Huh? Ugh. That's so funny. Yeah, and thank you to that narrator. I've only listened to the clips that she has on her Instagram of the audiobook. I haven't listened to it. That's fine. Scary can be good. Yeah. Ugh. Oh my god. Y yes, our next book is with my well they're playing with each other so i feel bad screaming at them but yes our next book is bad blood bear by anastasia wild which is a great pen name oh did you okay yeah she's got a lot of different books out oh wow okay yeah that's cool i am trying to finish the sarah ivy hill book and then i'm gonna read this one so hopefully I can start that one tomorrow or soon. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take the kids to go swimming at some place. Yes. No. Um, I'm going to take them to this pool that's by the beach, but you have to pay to get into it, but we've never been. So 
we'll try it. Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, enjoy that. Yeah, thanks.